It's time to know your soul. Are you seeking the you within? Has people pleasing stressed you out? It's time to find your light so you can share your entrepreneurial gifts with the world. Well, Red Rover on over. But the only thing you're breaking through is yourself. This is Soul Amplified. Are you ready? Hello and welcome to the Soul Amplified podcast. My name is Vanessa Grace and I am your host. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited that you're here today. Thank you for tuning in and giving this gift to yourself. Today, I'm going to talk about intuition because it is one of the things that I am so passionate about. When I was first starting Soul Amplified, I decided that I wanted to make a quiz about intuition. Um, I could make a quiz about anything in the world, right? I have a lot of knowledge, but I picked intuition because I wanted to help other people understand their intuition. And so if you want to go take that quiz, you can find it at enlightenedbosslady.com. It's going to teach you, just by taking the quiz, how to listen to your intuition and resonate and recognize it inside of you, but also how to follow through on what the intuition is saying. And in fact, that is the story that I want to tell you today. I want to tell you the story about following through on your intuition. I have been listening to and honing my intuitive skills for several years now, and it keeps upping the gr- the game on me on um, how to listen to it and what things intuition is asking me to do. But it's never something that I feel like Um, is going to be bad for me. It might be scary. I might have to face something, but it's not like, oh, it's asking me to do this thing and um, I I don't want to do it. It's it's not going to work out good for me. Um, It's going to, it's going to bring me something that I ultimately want, but I have to face a challenge to get there is like how, how we feel about intuition sometimes. And so I keep listening to it and hearing it because I actually Um, get sentences kind of like downloaded in my brain, or I'll understand an entire concept or an entire program about how I should roll something out or the way in which I need to interact with someone. Um, Like today, I was in a conversation with someone they were sharing with me. um, It was another coach and they were sharing with me about um, an area they needed help with, with, with coaching someone else, an idea just came to me and I knew nothing about their client. And I just said, this is, this is the thing they need help in this one area. That's what it sounds like to me. And I don't, didn't have facts to back that up. It was just a hunch inside of me. And yeah, part of that hunch was based on a lot of knowledge, but part of that hunch was just the intuition telling me. Um, so it was like partial knowledge of what that kind of stuff normally leads to. But part of it was just listening to that hunch and knowing that it felt right inside of me. Because when intuition speaks to me, I know what my body feels like. My body feels calm. There's a sense of accuracy, almost like alignment and peace. Like even though what I'm hearing may be a disruptive, painful thing, there is a sense of peace about it because it's the accurate answer. And that's what intuition feels like to me. It feels like peace, even if it's asking me to do something that is challenging. So here is my story. 
the thing that has happened to me in the last month because of intuition and choosing to chase intuition and really um, building this deep relationship with intuition. So as you all know, we're in a virus, Ta-da! right? We're in a virus that's happening and that's what's going on in the world. And so because of that, I needed to, as a therapist, quickly figure out how to serve my clients while not seeing them in person because I live in Washington state and there was a shelter in place order put, um, put up. And so I needed to figure that out, which meant quickly moving my practice online, which has historically been something that I was never going to do because I honestly feel as a therapist that seeing people in person, there is an element of that that cannot be replicated online because I believe in energy and because I believe in mirror neurons and because I believe that there is something about having two souls and two bodies and two nervous systems in the same place, face to face, looking at our entire bodies and not just what the technology and internet is capable of transmitting across um, the radio waves. I mean, I know that's not the right term, but you know what I mean, across the internet and across wires. Like there's stuff that isn't getting transferred in that way. And so I truly believe that in-person work is the best. So I wasn't interested in moving it online, even though people have asked me if I was gonna do that. But, now it was going to happen. So I quickly moved everything online for the private practice. And I discovered that I really liked it. I discovered that I wasn't as stressed out. I discovered that all the work that I had done to make it so that I wasn't energetically or codependently taking on my client's problems actually still hadn't been enough because working with them online I discovered that I was relaxing even more, not just because I was working from home and I didn't have to physically drive somewhere in the morning. During sessions, I would feel myself more relaxed than I normally was during a session because there was enough of that separation that I was saying wasn't good because we needed to be in the same room to get that peace. But that separation allowed my empath self to be calmer and not take on other people's problems at a new level that I didn't know um, I was capable of doing. I found that my shoulders were relaxing more. I'm a side sleeper sometimes. And so in my younger days, in the mornings when I would wake up, sometimes my shoulders would, um, you know, the joints would crack because of being a little squished while I was on my side. I had literally forgotten that that's a thing that would happen to me in the morning. And while I've been working from home, my shoulders have started cracking in the morning because the muscles have relaxed enough that they're starting to pop. And so my shoulders are relaxing, I'm calmer, I'm understanding all the reasons why I'm feeling calmer. And then one day I was sitting there and this idea came to be like, you just paid rent on an office that you're not gonna use all month. And you're okay with that because you know you're going to go back to your office and you're like, holding it. It's all good. But what if you didn't have to pay rent? And what if you were just online all the time? And I know you're already going there. You're already going to this idea of Vanessa, move your practice online. But this idea was one that I had resisted. I had, in fact, excuse me, I'm getting water. 
not very long ago, flat out told someone, no, I'm not going to move it online, you know, before all this happened. And here I am considering it. And my soul was like, yes, Vanessa, you want to do this. And then my organizer, uh, business owner brain started quickly ticking off all these things on this magical list that appeared out of nowhere in my mind of what I would need to do to move my practice online. And then the ethical part of me was like, is it really okay to permanently move your private practice online when you don't really know how long this thing is going to be going for? And you ethically believe that working in person is actually better for the client than working from home or online. And I kept thinking, wow, can this really happen? And so I had this little battle inside of me of the logic part of myself um, and what you're quote unquote supposed to do as a therapist or as a sane human even. And then the intuitive part of me that was saying, no, it's fine. You got this. You should just do it. And so I talked to two or three people in my life who understand either business or soul stuff or just me. They just understand me. And one of them, you know, they they gave me feedback for about five minutes talking about like what this would entail and what it really meant. And then at the end, they said, but Vanessa, what does your intuition say? And my answer was, my intuition was saying, jump without looking. Just do it because I already had my list. I made my list of what would have to happen to move my practice into my office at home and only see people online using technology. I made that list in 10 seconds, you guys, like I said. And so I started having the real conversations with the people in my life that it would affect. And how do we want to do this? And what is it going to look like? And there was some grinding of gears about how to figure that out, right? And then um, I knew intuitively that I was like, this is the day, this is the day that I have to talk to my landlord and give my notice. And I did it. I did it and it felt great. There was no fear involved. I was like, you know what? People could tell me till the end of time that this was going to fall flat on its face, but I absolutely know that this is going to do awesome. I could have half of my caseload absolutely hate the idea of moving my practice online, and I know that my therapy business would not fail because this is the right choice and new clients would show up. I believe that that is exactly what would happen. And so I started, you know, organizing all of the things, all the, you know, the moving of the stuff out of the office and all of the background details that have to happen. And you might think, oh, we'll just, you know, start using an online platform to do the the conversations like you've already been doing and just continue what you're doing. No, you guys, there's like a list of like 20 places I have to update my address with. And I won't bore you with the details, but I'm probably only halfway through my list of what needs to be done. And um, then I started rolling this out to my clients and sharing with them that I was going to stay online permanently. And some had questions and some were very excited about it. And you guys, I love working from my home home in my pre-existing office that you see behind me um, when I do my Instagram lives or when I take pictures from my desk, you know, 
that's the office I'm doing therapy from. And I'm absolutely loving it. I'm, I'm loving it for lots of reasons. I'm feeling like sometimes my therapy sessions are going even deeper with people. And I don't yet understand why that is, because I'm not the only therapist that is experiencing that. Other therapists are sharing that those online therapy sessions are going deeper as well. But I also am loving working from home because then I have more energy to put into Soul Amplified and working with my coaching clients and giving more content away for free on my Instagram platform and in my email newsletter that I'm putting out every week so that the people on the email list can get that deeper, solid information from me about healing codependency, using psychology, mental health, and spirituality. And so I am able to serve better in both places because I'm not going back and forth and I'm taking care of myself. And this was a really big intuitive push. This was a really big intuitive idea that came into my mind and I could have pushed it away for a thousand different reasons, but I let it linger. And so letting an intuitive idea linger in your mind, even if you want to go, well, that's insane. That's stupid. I can't do that. So-and-so won't like that idea. But push all of those rejections aside because all of those rejections are just your resistance to something that could potentially be absolutely amazing. And so when you get an idea or you get a thought, give it a beat, give it a minute, listen to it and see how your body feels. And rather than saying there's a lot of work that would have to happen to make that idea come to fruition, um, push, push all of that aside and listen to what could happen in your life and how could your life change for the long run after the tedious work is done. I'm still doing the tedious work on this intuitive leap that I made um, to move my business online and into my house. Um, I'm still doing it and that's fine. I'll be doing it for a few more weeks and probably cleaning up messes into June um, because of address changes and whatever. But that's okay because the big goal of me feeling aligned with myself was the reason for this intuitive idea coming to me and acting on it. So when you push away the rejections and the resistance, which are really just our own internal blocks, when you put those aside and say, no, I'm just going to go in and listen to this idea and see what it has to say. And for your intuition, you believe that your intuition comes from your higher self, maybe, or from angels, or from God, or from your spirit guides, or just like your gut human knowledge. And so if you choose to turn off the intuition and say, I'm not listening to that idea, you're actually saying, I am turning off my willingness to listen to that source, whichever source you think intuition is coming from. And that's a pretty big thing to say, especially if you're a person who believes in God or believes in spirituality. Um, not saying that those are opposites, because I don't think that they are, but some people don't put them in the same category. And so 
choosing to listen to it, even though you have resistance, is in fact going into the relationship with that higher self or that higher being and saying, I want to connect more with you. What other information do you have for me? Because tuning into it is saying, I want to expand my consciousness of what I believe is possible. It's saying, I want to expand my awareness of how I can make decisions to beyond just human thinking about what I can rely on within myself. It's saying that I want to be able to rely on um, information from above, information from the spirit world that's going to help me and guide me, almost like, like you might actually believe God or guides or spirit or your higher self has extra information that they want to give you to help your life be better. It's saying that you believe that. And so when you pause and you listen to your intuition, you're saying, yes, I believe that you are there to help me live my life better and achieve the goals that I have for my life. Either they be creating something here on earth or having an experience. And so when you, in fact, push your intuition away, you're denying that spiritual relationship that does exist whether or not you believe in it. But when you go into the intuition, you are reinforcing that path. You are building a pattern of behavior. You are getting better at listening to your intuition when you pause just a little bit longer to hear what in the world the intuition has to say to you. And then when you in fact follow through on the intuition, even if it's in really small ways like wear the red shirt today rather than the purple one, you are reinforcing that you can trust your intuition to make good choices and give you information that is valid. And then that means that you're trusting spirit, God, higher self guides, angels, that they actually know what they're talking about. They actually know how to help you get where you want to go. Normally, we're the ones that are in our own way. We're the ones that think that we know what's going on and it has to happen in this way. And if it doesn't make sense to my human logical brain myself, then I'm not going to listen because I can't trust it. And so following your intuition is really saying, I don't actually know the absolute best way. I know what I think is the best way. But listening to intuition is saying, I don't know everything, and you might know more than me, and you might know a shortcut, and I want to believe in that shortcut or in that process. And so I'm going to take a chance and do it your way and see what might happen. And I truly believe that me moving my business online is a shortcut Um, to getting where I am trying to go, which is serving a lot of people in a lot of places all over the globe to help them grow themselves. Now, you guys know that coaching with me has always been accessible online because that is literally the only way to work with me for one-on-one or group coaching through Soul Amplified. But moving the Expand Joy business home for therapy kind of aligns the two businesses in this way where I can be one person with one job in one place rather than one person with two jobs in two places. And it really makes a world of difference. And it would have taken me a lot longer to get there had I not been forced to experience it and then realize, okay, 
now it's time to do it. And so sometimes we might experience something that seems like a drag or seems like a pain in the ass or seems awful. But if we look for the good thing that could be in the midst of that, if we try and like root out, what am I learning out of this? You can actually take something that's, you know, on the continuum from kind of a pain in the ass to really fucking awful and make it something that makes you a better person so that you don't have to like reinvent the wheel every time and keep experiencing that to learn your lesson. Because sometimes things happen because we're, we're learning a lesson, just like the law of attraction, you know, it's going to keep showing up until you retrain your thoughts and your energy and your vibration to be in alignment with what you want. And so you're not what you ask for. You, you're what you are. You know, you don't attract. I said that wrong. <laughs> you don't attract what you ask for. You attract what you are. And so now that I'm in one place, I can be one being serving in one way and I can amplify and like accelerate who I am becoming. And I'm very excited to be on that path. And I'm very excited for you to be here with me and to listen and grow with me um, into whoever you are going to be. And I love hearing from you guys, all of your success stories about how you are growing. So go ahead and hit me up in the DMs or send me the email, you know, Vanessa at soulamplified.org and let me know what changes have been happening in your life and has this podcast or following me on Instagram influenced that in any way for your spiritual growth or your codependency or healing tough stuff from your past. I want to hear about it. Now, definitely you guys should be going to enlightenedbosslady.com to sign up for the intuition quiz. I am dead serious. It is a killer intuition quiz. Everybody who's ever taken it says that they learn something about intuition and how to listen to their intuition better just by taking the quiz. And I set it up like that on purpose so that you are almost being educated about what you can be doing and what you can be looking for within yourself to be a better listener and a better action taker just on how I format the questions. And it's not set up to be a quiz that's like shaming you for not being super freaking awesome. It's not set up like that at all. It's just a starting point for you to understand, okay, this is where I am. This is how in tune I am. This is how um, how much I'm listening. And there's a lot of reasons why people listen or why people don't listen. And a lot of it's related to just what you believe is possible because of what you were raised to believe or experiences that you've had or what your ability to trust is. Um, and all of that is, you know, I have a lot of compassion for the life experiences that people have that lead to their ability to trust. Um, and some of it is just what your soul was born capable to do in your earth body not what your soul is capable of doing at all, but what your soul is capable of doing just like in this earth body. But your soul is capable of doing a lot more than what it's currently doing. It can do a lot. Five years ago, I couldn't do a lot of the stuff that I can do now with healing and intuition. Like, 
you would have told me all the things that I'm doing now, five years ago, ten years ago, I would have laughed at you and said that I was crazy because I pretty much didn't believe most of it. So this quiz um, is shame-free and it's just all about like, hey, where are you at? So that you can figure out how to move a little bit along and get a little bit better. So definitely, after you take it, this quiz, enlightenedbosslady.com, let me know what intuition experiences you start having and how you think that you hear intuition. And I know I'm saying here because I hear it, but other people see it or get like a body feeling. And so hearing is not the accurate word, but how do you experience intuition? So just send me like a quick DM and let me know because I would be so excited to hear from you guys about that because I think it's really fun and interesting to learn more about how everybody else experiences um, getting an intuitive piece of information. And then when you follow it, let me know what happens in your life. What did it feel like to follow it? What did it feel like to not follow it? Because before you start following it, even in small ways like what to wear for the day, you probably need to start tuning in to just listen to it. Um, and so that could be really exciting. Let me know what it like, what it's like to listen and what it is like to follow. I want to hear from you guys. Everybody, go be amazing. Thanks for tuning in, Soul Sister. Do you want to hear from me more? Sign up for my Transforming Your Codependency text messages straight to your phone every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for inspiration and education. To sign up, text PEACE to 877-338-0875. To spread this message far and wide, screenshot listening to this podcast and share it on social media. Be sure to tag me. I love hearing how you're growing. Get amplified.